0: Recording this morning at 5.51 a.m., still not at the 5.30 a.m. mark like I wanted it to be, but I am getting earlier. We're four minutes earlier than yesterday, so I went ahead and looked up 5.51 because angels can speak to you in different ways. It doesn't always mean the time that I start recording is going to mean something, but I just felt impelled to look it up. That usually means something. Googling it now. So 551 is a sign that wonderful new opportunities and fresh starts are entering your life that will bring about positive changes in every way. Your angels ask that you maintain a positive attitude and mindset about these changes and trust that they are for your highest good and will enhance and enrich your life. I like that. It says, remember that your thoughts, words, and actions have an influence on the results and outcomes of all that takes place in your life. So maintain a positive attitude. Use positive affirmations to ensure all changes are taking place. And the new entering your life will be most auspicious and life improving for you. What the hell is auspicious? I'm about to look that up now. Can't say something on my shoulder that I don't know. And if you know me, then you know. I don't let stuff go that I don't know auspicious and it's spelled a-u-s-p-i-c-i-o-u-s it means it's an adjective meaning favorable conducive to success okay example it was not the most auspicious moment to hold an election now those sentences really help you put them into play all right new words on my show hey good morning everybody whether you're rolling out of bed your kids work you up early, you heading off for work, or maybe you're hitting a doobie right now. Either way, this podcast is for you, my pre sunrise crew. It's your girl, Nay, and I am up with you. I want to roll into the joke of the day. Again, I never look at them prior to, so I am looking them up now. What's the difference between a tire and 365 used condoms? One's a good year, the other's a great year. <laughs> knee slapper rolling into the first topic of the day quality people and what makes a good partner does the qualities of a good partner differ between men and women no I don't think that they do at all I think tags or tasks aren't assigned by gender I think they're more so by need in the relationship I think everybody feels a space and that space may be different depending on the time and also the type of relationship that you have. Those roles may change. You may have to adapt at any point in time, which means you have to be adaptable. I don't think that is narrowed down between just men and women, both being confident enough in yourselves to trust the decisions of the other That just comes from being your most confident self Knowing when to trust the guidance and suggestions from your partner You have to be a good listener to be a good partner It's the only way you can connect It's the only way you can get to know somebody It's the only way you can work through things You have to want to provide We are a service being We were created to be of service to something, to somebody Especially to each other So you should always prepare to service The other person providing is an act of service and both people will have to provide We don't want to have this toxic masculinity ideal man There will be times where a woman will have to be a provider in many different ways But we'll work together basically is what the hell I'm trying to say Which means you, you have to be a caring person You people who don't care don't provide <laughs> How are you gonna provide for something you don't care about You have to be caring You have to think about what somebody needs in order to provide the appropriate things for them You could provide gifts all day Okay, but if I'm gift up and I need love, and affection, or guidance, and all you doing is, is trying to spend money and slap booty, then you're not a good provider. One of the biggest things that makes someone a good partner in general is respect. You have to have respect for yourself for wanting to respect other people, or else it's not real respect. But when you love and respect yourself, the way you love and respect other people is different. Taking more time with yourself. If you're not beating yourself up every time you do something to disappoint yourself, nine times out of 10, you're not doing that to the people around you. And just imagine the good energy you'd be spreading or the time you would allow for things to process by even just taking your time. And it starts with when you take your time with yourself, even when they are attacking, to not attack back, to allow them the time and the space to just go through their emotions, their flow of emotions, and not allow that to overcome you. I ain't even gonna play like it's that easy because it's not, but it's possible. If you know me, then you know... Listen, I'm the first person that should be preaching about this because I was the last person that was giving somebody the space, okay, or the time. If I'm on 10... Everybody around me got to be on 100. I was a big person with acting out, especially in my last relationship, which was really, really toxic. And that's another thing. Toxic relationships bring out the worst in you. So do be careful of the energy that you have around you. I wasn't the healthiest person before I got in it either. I was negative. I was ready to argue. I was ready to fight. I was ready to throw things. And that's never a place of love. And then if you're doing that in one area of your life, nine times out of ten, you're doing that in every area of your life. Allowing time for things to decompress, for things to calm down and not escalate in the situation is a a big, big part of making things work. And that's a sign of respect. For one, respecting yourself and your own energy to know, I'm not going to do this to me. I'm not going to allow myself to get overly worked up to the point where I'm no longer feeling happy. To the point where it takes hours for me to stop thinking about the situation because that's what we do literally men and women they say it takes literally what well, what did they say like four hours four to six hours for somebody to get something off of their mind after an argument and they say your body feels the effects from it for like a day and I may be making up the statistics with something like that I gotta I ain't about to look it up now but I gotta look it up This almost like you go through real physical pain when you're angry we talk about how strong your mind is and energy everything starts from within so you go through all these emotions this mental and emotional pain when you're upset And then you want to bring somebody else in it because you're just here. But you're not doing what's best for you first. So if you first think about my energy has to be controlled, then it's not even about the other person or getting back at them or you're way more willing to let shit go. Way more willing to let shit go. Because I don't want to be worked up. I don't want to be overly worked up. You could be worked up. You could try and come at me with that energy. That's fine because I done built up my armor so well that uh, nope, it's about to bounce off me and hit you back. I'm full of self-work with myself. So if I wear my stuff on my sleeve, if you around me or in my circle, I ain't saying you gotta be bare, but listen, baby, you gotta show some skin. We showing skin over here. So that just shows respect for yourself first. So if you respect yourself and your own energy, like, I'm not about to do that to me. I care about being happy. I know what feeling good does for me. I know what it brings to me in my life. So I can't allow you to literally alter my manifestations or alter what I have going on, what I'm trying to focus on mentally. Once you got that respect for yourself, everything else is different. And then people respect you different because they know you're not even about to have the time for that. You're not even about to sit here and you're not about to do that with me. They may get toxic for a little bit, specifically significant others. Once they know what you will and won't react to, that's a narcissist's number one job is to learn us and know how to work around us. If you're on alert, if your eyes are open, you make it hard for a narcissist. You make it difficult. They know they have to behave a certain type of way to mess with you. And hopefully they fall off, period. But just stand. I'm getting off topic. That's where respect comes into play. It starts with you and it spreads to others, just like love. It just brings about a different energy. I know I tie everything back to energy, but hey, it's real. Okay, you got to trust the powers that God sent you down here with. We are God-like beings. Just acknowledge the real core of what we are here to do and what we bring to the table and then you also have to be able to be a team you can provide you can show a sense of respect you can care for me you can even listen but how well are you with working with someone how well are you with allowing someone else to take that leadership role when they need to take it with allowing someone else to be an actual partner for where y'all are for the goals that y'all are trying to reach we do stuff according to what we value and our morale a lot of stuff can come from a deep place of ego, maybe insecurity of not feeling enough. And you think this is what man or woman is supposed to do. So you overdo it. You got to be a loving, caring, providing, respectful person. And at the least, not even at the least, just as important as the others, you have to be a team player. And you have to be preparing yourself to be a team player. If you know that you want a relationship, maybe the moment is serious with somebody. You're questioning it. You're not even as confident as you were before. You may not be ready. And that don't mean you don't talk to people at all. That means take extremely slow steps, but take more steps with yourself or towards yourself than towards someone else and in a relationship. There's nothing wrong with companionship or even being friends. Work on yourself and prepare yourself for a relationship. I don't think we talk about preparing ourselves for a relationship. We both got to repair or prepare our, <laughs> I said repair. <laughs> Sometimes it's some repairing that you got to do. It's in order to prepare yourself for relationship shit. But like you need to be knowing what you need to repair. What are you good at? What do What do you bring to the table already? What do you want to bring to the table? I seen a, I'm trying not to get too sidetracked, but I seen a podcast where people was asking girls about what they bring to the table. And y'all know how I feel about the women they bring on some of these podcasts with these means. We all have to prepare ourselves for a relationship. If you a guy and you know you want a woman or you know you want a wife one day or even like a girlfriend that you actually want to be with for a long period of time. Yes ladies, most of these men know when they just looking to bump, they know. But if you know that you're looking for somebody that's your goal, you know maybe you getting in your late 20s and you're like, "You know, I want to start preparing for a family. I think I might be ready for kids." As a man, you need to start preparing yourself. Listen to me. Shit, listen to any other female podcast. Just get in tune with maybe the generalization of what's going on with black women. And I say black women specifically because we deal with different things culturally and with the economy. I just seen a podcast today that said African Americans specifically have the worst relationship with the leadership in their country compared to a lot of places. I won't say the worst, but one of the worst. We do know of some other places that may be worse. There's a lot of stuff that's going on right now in other places that I'm not going to speak too much on because because I haven't looked into it. So I'm going to leave that where it is for right now. And once I do a little bit more research, we can definitely talk about it. We definitely have one of the worst relationships with our actual leadership for our country and have for several years. What we deal with culturally, what our family has dealt with um, over generations is a lot different than other cultures and communities. And I'm not saying that, Y'all don't have things that y'all have had to overcome. I'm saying y'all have had to overcome y'all problems, and we got to overcome ours. For those of us Black people that are similar to me, that kind of dedicate our life to being and building with our people, it's very important to specifically state Black people when we're talking about something related to the Black experience. If you know that's what you want, you have to start repairing yourself, you have to start preparing yourself for a relationship you have to be prepared to be what you want from that woman i'm not saying be feminine i'm saying like be as open genuine sexy kind just try and be as balanced as you want that woman to be no one's perfect saying with women like women we carry we are emotional beings and we carry so much weight and baggage all that stuff sticks to you even for men too i'm not dissing y'all but i'm just saying women stuff stick different and we need to prepare ourselves because again, there's nothing wrong with platonic friendships. There's absolutely nothing wrong with platonic friendships. If someone's forcing you out of a platonic friendship, then y'all are on different pages right now, and you need, you need to get up out of there. Don't force stuff before preparing yourself, before getting to know yourself on a whole nother level. Because there's no greater relationship than the one with you, other than the one with, you know, the energy with God. And I'm not trying to speak a religious standpoint, because I'm not Christian. I don't identify by any religion, as you could probably tell, because I say energy so freaking much. That, for one, you got to have a relationship with the energy you come from to have a relationship with you. They really go hand in hand. Like, if you focus on building yourself in that journey, if it's genuine, you're going to find your connection to the energy. That goes with any religion that you claim. Like, that's still the energy, it's God. You're going to find that connection with them as you find that journey to yourself. If you're finding that journey to your spirituality, to your energy, your religion, you're going to find yourself along that way as well. They go hand to hand and you can't have a good relationship with somebody else if you don't have a good relationship with you. That's not, you know, good energy for you, let alone for the person around you preserving energy and and giving and, and loving and having faith make sure you spending time with you build your energy get to know you get to know your spirituality Then a relationship so preparing ourselves is so important they say if you don't got nothing to stand for you'll fall for anything if you got something to stand for you going places if you got suggestions on what you think makes a good person what's a good quality for a good partner. Even if you have comments on should the qualities differ between men and women, I definitely want to hear if somebody got something to say against that. Cause listen, go ahead and comment on my TikTok. Say something on Instagram or YouTube at up in the AM. The Instagram is underscore up in the AM. TikTok and YouTube is up in the AM. I would love to hear your comments, questions, and situations. I appreciate y'all for listening. It's time for me to head out because I got a job too. Have a good one. I'm Audi.